Welcome to Real Film Review, the show that delivers short spoiler-free reviews of films, TV shows, and limited series, followed by a deep dive discussion. Brought to you by your host, Chris Cheney. Here is Real Film Reviewed. Welcome back to another Listener's Choice episode of Real Film Reviewed. You all picked a great one for me this evening. Tenant is the poll winner for this week. So let's get into what some call a summary, but with Christopher Nolan films, we call them known wrongs. <laughs> so an unnamed CIA operative known as the protagonist is recruited by a mysterious organization to participate in a global mission unfolding beyond real time. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> so those of you that have seen this movie, you know what I mean, probably are here to, to hear my opinion after. So let's start with the director, Christopher Nolan. We all know Christopher Nolan shoots for the moon of what is possible and pushes normal to the edge a little bit. There are a couple of games that involve you having to throw or slide an object, usually a beanbag or a disc, something like that, and you have to get as close as you can to the edge or to a certain mark without going over. So this is basically every Christopher Nolan mindbender concept. And I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. I go back even to his film in, from 1998, Following. Coincidentally enough, the main actor that was in The Following is in this film as well. And it was rated one of the best independent films. And I loved Inception. And I feel like seeing it a few times has not given me any more information to understand it than it did the first time watching it did. I think we all watched Inception the second time just to make sure that we were right about the ending the first time. <laughs> I was like, I was pretty confident when I walked out of the theater. I, I knew what happened. I was like, oh, no, no. Yeah, I knew he was he was in limbo for sure. I think I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, we <laughs> that's kind of the reason why we ended up watching it a second time for sure. Memento was also another mind chop, but again, not impossible to follow. The point is, we know that when Christopher Nolan wants to bend our minds, he's going to bend them like Beckham. But I think this time he bent us until we broke. <laughs> so... Uh, let's look, take a look at the actors. John David Washington is the obvious male lead playing the protagonist. And then we have Robert Pattinson, who really stood out in this role. He was excellent, really. John David, I like. I had to stop saying that he was a great actor because even though I like him a lot, now seeing him in a few things, I haven't seen him challenge himself too much yet. He's played pretty much the same type of person. Definitely different characters, but just the overall presence and performance that he brings, it's pretty much kind of the same vibe to me from Beckett, Black Klansman, and in this film, Tenet. The most different I've seen him was in the TV show Ballers that he did on HBO with Dwayne Johnson. Robert Pattinson plays Neil, who is an agent at the British Intelligence Agency, and to be honest, I really liked him in this role. I don't want to go so far as to say that he stole the film because his character is kind of meant to be the way that Robert portrays him, which is experienced and confident. But I enjoyed him in this film and he brought some life to John David's rather stale performance. We'll talk about the specifics about Robert Pattinson's character in a little bit. So getting into the concept of the film, I love Christopher Nolan. Like I mentioned, I do love the brilliant way that he tells a story almost in a circle to bring you back and forward at the same 
time. And I know he really enjoys doing that as well. But with mind benders, the point is to bend, not break. So breaking the mind in the sense of film watching is the person gives up on figuring out what's going on. This is, in my opinion, that that happens with a lot of mind benders, even the really, really good ones. And Christopher Nolan is prone to having these from time to time. And this was a solid example of how that can happen. And really, the film itself was good. The story was good. It's just the way that he, the concept of the future and the present and the past, it's just a little bit too much from the people that I talked to about this film and how they felt, because it is definitely one of those films that provokes conversation. And I mean, there's not really a whole lot that goes back and forth because not really too much, too many people knew what happened. And a lot of the people that I talked to about it kind of gave up on it because they were just tired of working so hard just to follow the story. And I think that is what breaks a mind bender. That's what makes the mind bender go from a bender to a break. So my real review for this film is three and a half stars. Visually and production design wise, this film was amazing and it did win the Oscar for best achievement in visual effects and was nominated for the Oscar for production design. Tenet was released in 2020 and was written and directed by Christopher Nolan. It stars John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, and Sir Michael Caine. It is rated PG-13 and has a runtime of 2 hours and 30 minutes. It can be viewed on HBO Max and is always available for purchase on Amazon Prime Video. Alright, this is the spoiler alert warning. For those new to the show, after this point, I will deep dive further into the film, potentially and likely revealing spoilers. So thank you for listening to the short spoiler-free review. All right, so let's deep dive into the film a little bit, going into the story. So looking at the story, when you after you've watched the film and you've taken a moment to absorb it, the story is actually pretty good. I did enjoy, I really enjoyed the Terminator movies, and not necessarily that those were... Not not saying that those were mind benders, but they did play with the future in which the future self, future characters were sending machines back to the past, which impacted the future. And you can get lost thinking about that circle back and forth of, okay, well, will John Connor send Kyle Reese back knowing that he's his father? Well, yeah, of course, because otherwise he's not going to exist, you know? So there's always a piece that you can come back to. With Tenet, I feel like that is what Christopher Nolan was inspired by. I don't want to say that's what he was going for, but I feel like he was inspired by the story of Terminator and he wanted to do something similar with the back and forth because as we know, the weapons are being sent back from the future and they're thinking in the present time that it's predicting that there's going to be a war or that there is a war going on or something of that nature. So they they know that some, that the, a war might be coming because the weapons are being sent back and we're the weapons that we're talking about are the weapons that can do things like shoot in reverse and that's really what the whole concept of this film is is things happening in reverse and the capability of moving through time and of course the people that impacted it and that created it there's a certain type of metal I guess it's a metal plutonium I'm trying to, it's an element I guess that's a way to put it it's an element <laughs> so that's what's used and that's how they are able to travel back and forth and 
well, not travel back and forth, but that's what they're able to use with their going back in time and impacting, you know, different events through this going back and forth in time. So when I say back and forth, I do what I mean by that is going forward in time and then backward in time. And in this film, that happens quite a bit. From the very beginning, we see the masked man that saves John David's character in the beginning. He has like a red string that's hanging from his back. At the end of the film, we see that Robert Pattinson's character starts dressing up and wearing the uh, the outfit that he's going to be wearing and then he turns and you see the red string. Suddenly John David realizes that he was the masked man that he had seen in the beginning and really the realizations of the impacts of the back and forth and who did what and, and all of the secrets that kind of come out really are what's, not, I don't want to say saved this film, but it's kind of what made the film interesting if you could make it that far (laughs) there was a whole lot of action that just really didn't make any sense you were trying to grasp it so I think watching it once and then maybe watching it a second time it might hit you different I have not watched it a second time it was hard enough to get through it the first time but I do believe that the story itself did have some good points and I did like the fact that Neil and what they who they call the protagonist John David Washington's character I do like the fact that they had a relationship and a friendship and um, you know obviously the overall end that we realize that that we learn that tenet is the organization and so that's what the word tenet is tenet is basically when he says that that's a way to it's a way for them to know who he is and where he's coming from at least or who he is in the future and we learn that john david washington is the runner and the head honcho of the organization tenet and has been for the past two years so robert pattinson's character neil and john david's character had known each other for years so when he meets him or at least the part that we see in the film where they meet John David and Robert Pattinson's character Neil had already known each other so that's those little things that kind of come out uh, throughout the action uh, not well outside of the action those are the kinds of things that come out through the back and forth you know future and past type thing for me I just feel like this film really did the most and there was a lot of action scenes and they did so much with that reverse technology that it was cool yeah but I'm not a big fan of watching something just because it's action-packed you know I'm not a huge I don't want to diss Michael Bay but I'm not a huge fan of certain films like what he's done there are some that I I love of course that's why I'm saying I'm not knocking him entirely but there are a lot of films he does have a reputation for making a whole lot of action and not so much dialogue not so much story or you know whatever jokes they they've said about him but there is a point to it to where you know I remember watching one of the Transformer movies and I think it may have been the second or third one I don't know but it was the two Transformers that were fighting each other and I think that fight lasted like 10 minutes and halfway through it I'm just like I have no idea what's going on right now you know (laughs) I just, it wasn't that I lost, you know, I I understood the story and everything, but I was just like, what are we watching? Like, why is this continuously carrying on? Like, and this film doesn't have that kind of pain. The pain that this film has is really just trying to 
we don't know the story. So this film was really for people that knew the story before they watched it. I think that's a great way to put it. If you knew a lot of backstory about this film, I think it would have made a much more enjoyable moment. There's a film in 1999 that came out that was super famous. You all might know it, The Matrix. And that at the time, the original Matrix is still phenomenal even today. And obviously we know how much overuse that technology from that film has got but one of my favorite things is that that time everything that happened in that film was so new for that time man when trinity first did that scene in the opening scene and ran up on the walls it was just wild that whole stop pause turn around and then the live action resumed it blew my mind and i was a pretty young kid at that time i'm only 33 so what i remember is that my mom gave me a great rundown and you know a little spoiler free synopsis so it was pretty cool so I knew kind of the backstory and it was just enough for me to fully comprehend and really love that movie so I think this film Tenet is kind of one of those movies that needs to be released with like a little pamphlet (laughs) as you walk in it's like you know what Chris we really enjoy your films we do but I need a little bit I need if you could hand me just you know a little booklet a little leaflet that just lets me know what I'm in for you know the the preview is not enough there's a whole lot that's missing that uh, that I'm gonna need in order to follow this Uh, really just to have an an enjoyable experience I, I do like being surprised I don't like knowing the story ahead of time but this film makes you work so hard to just watch the film and follow it and it was not enjoyable for me and halfway through the film if I'm already telling myself gosh this is really hard to get through probably not going to be something I'm going to have a good vibe about afterwards but I will say that if it comes up again in the future I might take another peek at it maybe watching it a second time will be worth seeing if it hits me a little different because as I mentioned it was still a pretty decent film it's just it went a little bit far for me Like I said in the beginning, we know Christopher Nolan. We expect this from him to bend our minds. I know sometimes we don't necessarily know exactly how far he's going to push us. And I kind of like that as well, too. I was really excited when he was released as the director for Batman Begins. At the time, I was was a teenager when that movie came out, and I love Batman. I was a huge Batman fan. I had read a lot of the comic books. I'd read the backstory. My stepdad was a big Batman fan, and he gave me even more knowledge about his backstory and the original Bob Kane story and that just made me love him even more so I definitely grew up loving Batman and I was very 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 protective of my story because George Clooney ruined life for me when he when he put that cape on I was like oh don't you do it and the nipples why 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 did the nipples on the suit never understood that anyways when Christopher Nolan was listed as the director I was so excited because he loves a good backstory he's a great storyteller and I knew that his concept of the bat was going to be good just the name Batman Begins we knew it was going to be the retelling of the story is really what he was going for and I will never forget the moment that I came back from seeing that movie I was just like it's really good like, it was just so good we were like wow and I remember me and my sisters went to go see it first and we couldn't get I think there we couldn't get enough tickets I think that's what it was there wasn't enough or something like that something was going on where it was that packed and uh, I do remember that it was packed and me and my sisters went first and then our parents went later and when they came back my I looked at my mom and I was I just couldn't wait and she was like wow and I'm like 
right? It was just so good. It was amazing. I will never forget how great Batman Begins landed with me. And I will I will definitely credit that to Christopher Nolan and for revamping and retelling our, our lovely bad story and giving us those wonderful, great three movies. So this movie, now that I'm done, you know, <laughs> singing the praise of Christopher Nolan, this movie, again, great action. I liked the twists. You know, there wasn't very many limited areas you know like with Batman you're kind of limited to the realm of the comic book story and the comic book rules and the vigilante story but this film didn't seem to really have obviously it had no limitations but it didn't seem to have any rules either and I think sometimes not that I'm a fan of rules I don't even necessarily know what a film rule is outside of what Randy tells us in the Scream movies but there was just a lot of there was a lot of confusing points to the moment I, I confused Kat and Priya and figured I knew the names and obviously they look different of course but I was just like wait who who's this and th- one of them wasn't on screen long enough and I got confused with some of the storylines and um, I mean eventually obviously I got it straight and, and all that but it was just um, kind of the first time that I didn't see him spend a lot of time on film and maybe that's it maybe that's it he didn't spend enough time developing the character and storyline and too much with you know the action and obviously the the coolness of the reverse technology such as the bullets that fire in reverse i'll never forget the beginning of that film when she says he's like wow why did it you know why did it feel like that and he's like because you're you're not shooting it you're catching it and he's like <laughs> so it, it's pretty much it's indicative that you're going to have a, a you're gonna have a concept that you're gonna have to follow so that is my take on this film i apologize if it wasn't super detailed there is uh i mean it there wasn't really a whole lot for us to be working with there were some interesting pieces to it some interesting stories like the so there is this one that I forgot to mention there's this one scene where John David Washington is fighting and he gets attacked and I think it's not even see I can't even remember which what's the name which one is who but Caterpria whoever is right there with him tells him that the person that he just attacked was this that they're the same person and he's just like he's not understanding that's so that's one rule that he does follow about time travel that you cannot you know interacting with yourself and he used that a little bit too in this I'll leave that for you for those of you that you know maybe forgotten about it or that haven't seen it but you just still wanted to hear something about the story I I could understand honestly I can understand wanting to listen to a little bit of a review a little bit of a discussion before seeing Tenet like I said earlier it might benefit you knowing about Seder and knowing about how it was kind of the whole point of the film they're really that was the one that's you know he, he's like make sure you warn me about Seder and or uh, please warn me about Seder to tell me how dangerous he is and she's not going to change it she tells me I'm not going to change anything that's happened and that's the point really when you break it all the way down and anyways that is my review my take I appreciate everybody for listening again as always let me know know if you ever want to jump on and talk with uh, talk with me about another film uh, message me on twitter send me an email i'm always open to do um, a dissection and a review with you so let me know if you ever want to do that uh, for those of you that don't have a podcast and you just like to listen i definitely appreciate you this is what this show is for it's for anybody and anyone who wants to hear about movies that they wouldn't have ordinarily seen or watched or something that you've been skipping and you're like you know what's that movie all about what's the deal with this it really is for anyone and everyone and I appreciate everybody that listens the same we do have a discord as well you can get on there and talk with me there thanks for listening everyone 
Thanks for listening to Real Film Reviewed. Before I go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Check out the Real Film Reviewed website, real-film-reviewed.productions, to stay up to date on episode releases, podcast updates, episode transcriptions, and more. Follow Real Film Reviewed on Twitter at RealFilmPKC. Check out the online store, Real Merch, to pick up some gear to represent transcription service by Podcasting Network. Happy watching, everyone.